Hey there, I'm Rianne Mullins, and I'm the host of the Balanced Fit and Free podcast. 15 years ago, I lost 65 pounds by revamping my lifestyle in a very realistic and totally manageable way. Now I teach other women how to ditch the yo-yo dieting cycle and start living a balanced, fit, and happy life through real food, effective exercise, and a powerful mindset. Each week, I'll be popping into your ears to teach you how you too can live a balanced and fit life free from unrealistic diets and crazy expectations. Let's go. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the Balanced Fit and Free podcast. I am Rayanne, and I am your host. Today, we're going to do something a little bit different. I have my friend and colleague, Ashley Fox, here today, and I'm so excited to have her. And do my first actual interview for the podcast and the first YouTube video of the podcast. So this is kind of fun and different. And I just want to tell you that I asked Ashley to join us today because she is somebody that I believe totally embodies the balanced fit and free lifestyle. And I just think she's somebody you need to know about. And I also think it's important for you to meet and hear about other women who are living this kind of lifestyle they're healthy, they're happy, but here's the other thing. Everybody has struggles. And so I want you to know a little bit about Ashley and her, where she is now and where she has been and how she got there. So, um, welcome Ashley. Thank you. Thank you for having me on with you today. And I'm really looking forward to this. I'm just sharing a little bit more about myself with your um, listeners. Awesome. I love it. And, and I got to tell you, I love it because Ashley is a big listener of the podcast and she's really sweet and shares <laughs> the podcast with everybody. So thank you, Ashley. I appreciate that. I know you're always like really, um, positive about it. So I appreciate your loyalty as well. <laughs> so thank you. So, um, Ashley and I met, I don't even know what year it was. I can't remember. It was like, do you remember? No, I really don't. It may have been like 17, 16, 2016 or 17. I'm thinking 16-ish. Yeah. About when I closed the studio and really jumped into more city stuff. So anyway, Ashley it was an employee of the city of Greensboro, where I did some wellness work. We did some fitness classes. And so she was in my Friday class on Fridays at noon. I met them at the water resources center in Greensboro. And it was one of my favorite groups ever. We had like such a good bond immediately. So we had some really fun people in that group, but Ashley when I first went in, I got to tell you this. I don't know if I've ever told you this, but I came in and she came walking in and she's like, she's so cute <laughs> as you can see, <laughs> but she, um, we started working out and I was like, oh man, like, I don't know if this is going to be hard enough for her. Like, she's like so fit and like young and peppy. And I was like, oh my gosh. I'm like, so I, like, unfortunately for the rest of the group, I would always kick it up a notch. <laughs> because I wanted Ashley to get a good workout. So anyway, but that's how, that's how we met. And then one day she approached me and was like, Hey, I would like to talk to you, you know, about what you do. And so we went to lunch and then we just, you know, from there sprouted a friendship. So anyway, that's, that's what I remember. I don't know if you have a different memory or not. No, I mean, that sounds, that sounds pretty much right. What I remember, I mean, I just really looked up to you. You were, you were also positive and that just kept me wanting to come back. And I mean, I loved fitness already. 
Um, so it was, it was a great time. Yeah. Well, good. Well, I miss those days, but you know, we all have to move on and move forward. So, so, so Ashley, we're going to, I'm just going to jump into some questions for you. And I think, you know, I definitely want to get into your story and like your wellness story or all of that. But, but first I think you have a super cool job. So can you um, tell us a little about what you do as your day job, like your regular job? Yeah, sure. So I um, worked for the city of Greensboro for eight years as a laboratory specialist in the wastewater treatment division um, of water resources. And then in 2020, I made a move to the city of Asheboro to work in their water quality department um, for their water resources. And so, yeah, I, uh, I make sure that the drinking water that we uh, send out to the community is safe to drink. And so um, it's a very on the go job, which is great for me because it's just not like at a desk all day long. Um, it's up and down and moving around. And so, yeah, I do a lot of lab work and field work. Oh, that's good. And it's yeah. super, it's really important, you know, cause obviously we need safe drinking water. So that makes me think of a question for you. How much water do you drink a day? Yeah, I drink nearly a gallon. Uh, well, especially this time of year. So minimum like 80 ounces okay. up to a gallon. All right. That's yeah. good. And yeah. I have to ask, do you drink the city water? Yes, I do. <laughs> I sure do every Ooh, day. That's a testimonial <laughs> there. It must be really good. <laughs> I just wanted to, I just was checking. I don't live on city water. So like I drink my water too, but, um, okay, cool. So, so as I mentioned, you know, when we first started talking outside of, you know, fitness classes, um, it was really mostly because you were really interested in taking your love and passion for not just fitness, but nutrition and overall wellness. You were trying to figure out like, how can you start making it part of your career too? And so, um, you know, since then you've, you've done a lot actually. Can you tell us a little bit about like what, you know, what you've done to start doing this, like start being a health and wellness coach? Yeah. Well, originally when I um, brought that up to you, I was initially wanting to be a personal trainer. Like I thought that would be so incredible to um, work directly with people in a gym setting, more in the fitness um, arena. But as I progressed in my own personal journey, I really decided maybe it's not just fitness that I'm interested in. It's more the entire wellness of the person. Um, so the nutrition and the fitness, the, the mindset that goes along with that. So I really, a big part of it is just my own journey, learning what that means to me and finding what works for me, not necessarily that that is what works for everybody else, right. but learning through that. And so then, um, yeah, just last year I completed my health coach certification or nutrition certification for precision nutrition. Awesome. And I actually, you know, we're lifelong learners. Oh yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I wanted to hone my skills a little bit more as I move into being a health coach. And so I signed up for a, um, a health coach court, health coaching course through Randolph community college. And that will also give me the opportunity to become national board certified, which I thought was a real, um, a really great opportunity to, to move forward with. Yeah. I think that's, I think it's awesome. I really do. So, um, 
what did you enjoy about doing the nutrition certification? We have the same one. So I wanted to point out that. So what, what did you, what's your favorite part about uh, precision nutrition? Simplicity. Like simple does not equal easy, but they really taper it back to let's just take it back to the basics, right? Like let's just, you know, um, I know in your previous podcast, you've talked about level one, two, and three type clients and nutritional levels. And, you know, they really focus on that level one, which is most people. I mean, that's where I am right now and I'm happy with that. So it's just really about hitting those those basics, getting the foundation and they just, the way they simplify it. I just really loved how they communicated that within the certification program. Yeah. I think it's really great. And I think, I think you said something really important there is that most people are level one. Most people just need the basics and that's part of like the problem. That's part of what I'm fighting against is people going that from you know, not even a full level one, meaning they don't even really fully understand what a protein is or why they need it. And then they're like jumping into these hardcore programs and then they wonder why they fail. And so I, I too agree with the precision nutrition and that they take it way back. Like sometimes you're like, really? And then you're like, no, really? Because most people, it is new information or, or better information. And, you know, they take it step-by-step versus like doing everything at once, which is what most people try to do. Right. Right. So, um, all right. So what do you, now I know you've been coaching some people. So mm-hmm. what, what would you say is your favorite part about coaching? Well, one, um, this client was actually more informal through my work setting, but just actually it was just Monday, no Tuesday of this week. We were talking again, just kind of chatting about his, um, eating habits and and long like weeks ago maybe months ago we had talked about the same kind of stuff and I said you know it's okay practice leaving some food on the plate like when you're eating out because he had really a lot of trouble eating past fullness so people aren't comfortable throwing food away like I myself have struggled with that concept because I grew up in my grandma's clean plate club you know oh yeah and so I said you know just practice leaving some some food on the, on the plate, maybe two, three bites start there. And he says, you know, I still think of that. I still remember that. And that's, you know, weeks have passed, but he still has carried that with him. And that's really rewarding that, you know, I'm in their brain. (laughs) I know. Isn't it cool? No, I, I think that's a really good, you know, and it's not about and what I love about you is your very gentle approach. I mean, you and I have been talking before just having dinner or whatever. And just your way of like, when you tell me how you work with people, I'm like, I love it. Like that's, you're very like kind and easy to talk to and never pressuring anyone. I think that's really good. But I do, I do agree. Like when, when you know that people are doing better just because they remember you talking, it's, it's really It's awesome. And I think it takes a certain kind of personality to be a coach and care about that. (laughs) You know? Right. Yeah. Can you hear that lawnmower that just started up outside? You can? Okay. No. Because I can have it stopped. (laughs) No, no, no. It's okay. Okay. It's okay. And by the way, you might, we might hear some puppy soon too. Okay. My right. puppy. <laughs> so it's okay. No. But then also just to add, like my mom, I've talked with her a lot and my dad trying to 
you know, kind of work on their eating habits. And mom, I mean, for her to turn around and say, I feel so much better. I feel so much better. Like I'm eating more vegetables throughout the day, like as snacks and stuff. And it makes her feel better. So, I mean, that's just makes me super happy. Yeah, no, that's awesome. It's especially great when you can help somebody you really love too. And well, it's great helping everybody, but you know, when your mother will listen to you, that's, that's (laughs) impressive girl. (laughs) (laughs) That was something I tried forever with my mom, but you know, and and actually that just makes me think of a message we should share is that nobody's going to, you can't force somebody to understand a message until they're ready. So that's part of it too. Right. So, um, okay. Well, tell me a little bit about why, like, why are you interested in helping people? And I know you just said that you like helping them and hearing them, you know, remember you told them things, but I mean, but tell me a little bit more about what makes you want to do this. Sure. Well, I think we'll dig deeper into this and and maybe later in this um, interview, but just as, as a summary, like I've been there in the depths of like disordered eating. And even though I've been one of those people, I've really, I I honestly have never struggled with my weight. It's always been that five to 10 pounds, but it's chasing that and chasing that. And so that gets in your head and then you're, you know, doing all the diets. But anyways, I've been in the struggles of just food slavery almost, you know, and just being tormented by food decisions and the guilt, the morality that you attach to food. And, you know, it's just really, um, it will wear on you. And now that I have turned a corner, like it feels so good to not obsess over what I'm going to eat, you know, being able to go out to a restaurant and just pick what you want off the menu. Um, so I want to give the same people that freedom, that, that worry-free wellness, just like, you know, you're living your life the best you can, but in a, you know, a comfortable way as it relates to nutrition and, um, fitness. And so just, just to give them that, yeah, you know, just that worry-free wellness, um, and lay the foundation, help guide them to lay that foundation. Like I mentioned earlier, I found my system. That's not going to be everyone's perfect system, but my big rocks, as I like to call it, Mm -hmm. those will work for anybody. Then it's the little things that I can help navigate you through, help you find, help you establish those big rocks. And then we can, you know, navigate through the rest. Right. Totally. Totally. Okay. So then you said that we would dive into it a little bit more. So let's do it. What, um, you know, that I'm very passionately against dieting and you, we've already kind of said that a little bit today, but I'm really against like named diets and, and feeling like people have to fit into a camp or into a box of a certain diet and follow the rules and feel stuck there and feel like, a prisoner to the diet. Right. And I've been there. I know you've been there. So we'll talk a little bit more about that, but well, actually just tell me like, what, what do you mind sharing your story with us about and how it's related to dieting? So, (laughs) so right. Right. Yeah. Well, um, I'm going to, uh, really give that like elevator 
pitch on this because I could talk for a really long time because it was a several year, it was several years that this kind of encompasses. But just to summarize, um, it was 2018. I, once again, like I said, I've always, ch- was always chasing that five to 10 payments. Yeah which by the way, isn't worth it. <laughs> so if you're listening, it's not worth it. Um, Rayanne actually mentioned in a previous podcast, really maintenance is, didn't you say plus or minus four pounds? So chasing five pounds is really, um, it's not worth the effort, but yeah, um, I decided to do the whole 30 and I'm going to call it out because I think that someone else might resonate with this. So the whole 30 is very restrictive. And in it's a 30 day program, obviously you only eat like whole foods and it cuts out several food groups that 30 days turned into 45, but it's sent me into an absolute tailspin of, you know, I thought I was in control, but really I was out of control. Um, and so it was just a, um, created a restricting and binging cycle for me because in front of Everyone, I was eating, quote, perfectly, but behind closed doors, let her rip, you know, yeah. eat, the, eat the house out, you know, go into the pantry and just go. So anyways, it was, it was just really detrimental experience for me relationally, emotionally, mentally, and even physically. Um, you know, it, it really put a, a hurting on my marriage during that time. Okay. So Actually, though, I want to say this. This is what's really tricky about diets. And so this is a warning to you all. It did affect me physically, um, like in some ways, because I was under eating. So that part of it. But on the flip side, this diet, I was eating more than I ever had. And my, like, my body felt good. But what it did to me mentally was just, it just didn't outweigh the cost. Like there, it wasn't, it wasn't worth the, um, the benefits. Yeah. yeah. The benefits of that. And so just be aware that even if you see a part of a diet working, that doesn't mean as a whole, it's working for you. I mean, Rayanne said this time and time again, if you keep going back to that diet over and over, then is it really the solution? Is it really working? And it's probably not. So anyways, after about six months to eight months of me just being in turmoil, I finally did um, go out and seek some counseling um, to heal my re- help heal my relationship with food and heal my own body image that was all wrapped up in that. So it's very layered, but I know I can confidently say that doing that very restrictive diet was like that final, the straw that broke the camel's back, I guess you could say. And so I just forewarn you (laughs) on doing those uh, very restrictive diets. Right. So I just, I'm listening to you talk and I'm thinking, you know, it, it, it really is true that these bad experiences that we go to are, are really meant to be a learning lesson and they can, you can either let these like situations in your life, like totally bring you down, or you can use these to lift you up and to help others. And I think it's really awesome that you're doing that. So you're taking your experience, you got help, you feel better, you've worked on it. 
And now you're going to help other people not have to live through the same thing. And I think that's, that's really amazing. So good job. Good job with that. Thank you. <laughs> but also, do you mind me sharing or you shared a story with me about a night you were getting ready to go out to dinner and your husband asked you, what do you want to eat? Can you tell me more about that? Do you know, you know what I'm talking about, right? That's yes, Yeah, definitely. <laughs> it really stuck so, in my brain. Oh yeah. So after that, since I was in that tailspin of like, I couldn't identify, I could no longer identify hunger and fullness. Really. I could no longer identify what, what I wanted and I couldn't, I could not speak what I wanted. And so he just says, what do you want to eat tonight? And I could not, I was paralyzed in that moment. And um, I knew like in my brain, I was saying, I really want a burger and fries. That's what I want. But I could not, I could not vocalize that because I was paralyzed with the guilt. And that's bad. Like that's bad choice. That's a choice that I cannot have tonight. And so he's really frustrated with me in that moment. He's like, just choose. And I'm just going to start crying. And I was like, but I can't like nothing in my brain would work in that moment. And yeah, that is when you get to that, like there's, it's really time to reevaluate yeah. the path that you're on. I agree. So, I agree. Yeah. I had, um, similar situations like that where you just literally like, you're so scared, you're scared to choose. And it's like, why, I mean, you know, looking back now, now being on the other side of it, it's like, what, <laughs> what, <laughs> like, yeah. it's fine. Just like eat it. And, but that's because we've done the work. It's because we've been through the you know trenches and we know that we are in control and we know that food doesn't control us and we don't have to follow diets. We don't have to follow strict rules. And so once you, and I think you'll agree with this, like once you no longer, have the restrictions or have the rules or the good or the bad. It's like, it, it's food is not, it doesn't lure you as much. It's like, and then you can eat a burger and fries. And you know, it's so funny. Cause even before I'm talking, like as a teenager, there's no way I would leave a bite of food. You mentioned that, you know, the clean food, food clean plate club or whatever. Um, there wasn't a, no way would I ever do that. And so even as an adult, but in the last, I mean, just my lunch today, I was full and I was like, I mean, I felt a little bad still because it's the thing when it's ingrained in your head, I felt bad, like not finishing it. Cause I don't like to waste, but you know, even today, 20, you know, 17 years or so later after my weight loss and maintaining, I still have to at least think about it. So it's better. It's way better, but it's like, I still have to, it's, it's not like you're going to get to a point and never, ever think about it again. it's like, but you can get to a point where it's not a problem though. It's like, you still have to remind yourself to stop eating when you're full and you still have to remind yourself to eat when you're hungry and you still, but you no longer have to like be terrified to like, you know, I mean, do you think? Yeah, I, I totally agree with that. Yes. One thing that I've heard you mention in this interview alone a few times and, and that I've said is work. Like if you're ready to make a change and really have the balanced fit free lifestyle, it's going to take work and it's not going to be easy, but it can be simple for you. Yes. 
but it is going to definitely take work and effort. And at first it might, I mean, it does, it feels like work, but don't worry, just keep going at it because those things then that's what you're, you're creating habits. You're, you are truly creating a new way of life for yourself. And then it just becomes what you do. You don't think about every single um, decision you're making, but at the beginning, you do have to put in the, the effort and you do have to think about those decisions. Yeah. Cause it really is easy to fall back into old habits if you're not keeping it on top of your mind. And so I know, I know that you, a big part of what you want to work on too, is you mentioned earlier mindset and how you think about food. And that's, it's a really big thing. So, um, yeah, so I love, I love that you're going to cover that in your coaching as well. Um, so what, tell me a little bit more about like your before that, like, what was your activity or health? You know, tell me more about that as a kid and as you, yeah. I mean, I've really always been active. Um, as a kid, it was always playing outdoors. We were hardly ever inside, you know, in high school, I was in the marching band, which, you know, it's not super, it's <laughs> kind of active. <laughs> I didn't even know you did um, that. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, so really it wasn't until college that I actually would like go to the gym, but my gym experience in college and even early career was always a means to an end. It was tied to weight loss. Did I need to lose? Did I want to lose a few pounds? Sure. We'll go to the gym. And then it was like done for six months, eight months to a year until I felt like I needed to revisit that. Right. But then in like, I think it was 2015, um, I decided I'm really going to give this a go. Like I'm going to try this gym thing and really try it consistently. And so I did that. Now it was still tied to weight loss to a degree, okay. but it was consistent. At least I was like continuing to go. I had a routine. I had a schedule that I stuck to. Um, and then in 2000, I guess like 17, 18, well, 18 is when I had all the, the havoc in my, you know, that's when I get rock bottom. And, um, by that time, I was doing more training, but I wasn't focused on really strength. It was still be thin, be thin. 2018 was about be thin. Um, thankfully, I changed all my, I've, I've changed all that thinking. And since 2019, I've continued since 2015, I've kept a continuous exercise like regimen. Yeah. But starting in 2019, it was like, I'm here to get strong. I'm here to get like healthy, strong. I'm here to work on mobility, you know, and endurance, work on getting a strong body and not like muscle woman, which by the way, you're not going to get too muscular lifting heavy weights. Okay. <laughs> Definitely not. That. <laughs> Even if you want to, right. I'm trying Right. Um, but anyways, I just, I just, over the years I've fallen in love with going to the gym, with fitness, with getting strong. And so it's just been a progression as far as my, my working out goes. And now, I mean, it's just, it's part of, it's part of my day. It's an extension of my work day and it's my time. It's my hour to hour and a half of like, just me, like just me in the gym, yeah. headphones in. It's such a great time to just unwind. And I know other people might not understand that because you think unwinding is like 
maybe taking a relaxing nap or watching team TV. And if that's your thing, great. But for me, the gym is my time to, to decompress. Yeah. I think it's great. And I think you're right. Like you said, you know, to some people it doesn't sound relaxing or it doesn't sound appealing, but part of that too, is just because maybe they haven't really gotten into, into the full effect of it and like really feeling it. You know, I think a lot of people get scared and have this vision of what it's supposed to be versus what it could be, you know? And it's like, and I know you're like, you are strong. I remember, you know, watching you lift weights and like, I, that's awesome, but it wasn't like you just started there, you know, you had to like work up to it. And like you said, be consistent and make it part of your routine. So, um, now are you going to do any fitness training or are you going to mostly do wellness coaching? Yeah, it'll probably just be wellness coaching since I don't have a a personal training like certification. Now I would be happy to give people just gentle advice, you know, and ideas, resources more. I I won't be writing workouts, but I will be providing resources uh, for my clients. Great. Okay. I think that's really good. Well, um, so could, do you want to just walk us through like a typical day for you or week of your healthy yeah. habits? I always yeah, sure. other people's habits. <laughs> <laughs> we'll probably just stick to a week because it pretty much all looks the same. You know, yep. you know that as well as I do. Um, yep. Yep. so Sunday is always my planning day, you know, just spend maybe an hour or so. Well, more than that, once you go to the grocery store and everything, but Sunday is like my meal planning, my prepping for the week, just getting a, an idea of what the week looks like, Okay. you know? And then Monday through Friday, I go to work at 7 a.m., get off at 3.30, go straight to the gym. By the way, that is a great idea, habit stack. Habit stacking is kind of what that's called. Well, this is a work day, so it's not really a habit, but we got to go to it. So it's a routine stack. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Attach your workout to something you're already doing. So mine is an extension of my work day. Yeah. And, um, after I get off from work, go home, fix dinner, clean up, you know, do the whole thing the next day again. Um, and, but then as far as, um, well, I always take, I always take Sunday as a rest day. And then Saturday is my fun day. Maybe that means I want to go for a fun run. Maybe I do want to go back to the gym for a day. Maybe I want to work in the garden, you know, so that's kind of um, up in the air on that day. But Monday through Friday, I do try to get my workouts in. Oh, I think that's great. I like the idea of the fun day. Yeah. Because you could go hiking, you could bike, whatever you want to do. I think Mm -hmm. that's great. It's and, And I think, I think that's cool though, that you make your fun day incorporates some sort of movement. It's like, right. it can either be a hardcore workout or it can be active rest. And I think that's really, and it's cool that it's fun to you. And I think that that's another really important message that movement can be really fun. You know, it's mm-hmm. like, in fact, this is way off the subject, but I'm going to tell you anyway. <laughs> so I've been training my neighbors and I don't, I don't know. Anyway, it's a fun thing. So they come over to my garage in the morning and we do like a 20 minute, like metabolic type workout. And it's really, they're really a fun couple. So, um, this morning I was kind of teasing, um, the man because he plays golf and he gets sore from golf. And I was like, oh yeah, golf's really hard. You know, like I was teasing him and he was like, actually, do you know about speed golf? And I was like, no. And so I'm super pumped about some speed golf. You basically take just a couple clubs and you speed, like you hurry. And then you actually run from hole to hole. 
carrying just a few. So I was like, okay, I would be into some speed golf now, regular golf. Oh no, <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> anyway, way off the subject, but I just wanted to throw out that my point is even golfers <laughs> can get a little <laughs> exercise. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, um, so you mentioned, you know, you, you meal plan. So you take lunch every day. Yes. Yeah. I definitely, you know, breakfast I fix at home and I eat it at home or take it to work okay. oh, and lunch. I take every day because one, I like to stay on a budget <laughs> and of two, um, I just, I'd rather eat what I bring because I, I, it's really hard in my area. There really aren't a lot of quote healthy options to choose from. It's mostly fast foods nearby me. And and that's just not what I'm interested in on a day-to-day basis. Really? Do I eat fast food sometimes? Definitely. Everybody eats fast food at some point. Oh yeah. So what, if you had to go to a fast food restaurant, let's say, let me pick one McDonald's. What would you order? I have no idea. Cause I haven't I'll been to McDonald's go. in, I haven't been to McDonald's in like, oh, I don't even know how many years yeah. let's, um, but I guess if I did, I mean, okay. So let's say if I did go to McDonald's, I'd probably just get like, I don't know. I don't even know what's good there. Chicken sandwich, maybe one of those new like style, like chicken sandwiches. Okay. I was just curious. I just wanted to put you on the spot. (laughs) Chick-fil-A is too easy because you can get grilled, you know, whatever. Um, But at Chick-fil-A, I really can't pass up the original. I mean, it's amazing. Yeah. They even they even have gluten-free buns now. Um, but the chicken is not gluten-free because it's breaded. So I have to get the the grilled, but it's still like, it still feels like acceptable occasionally, you know, so, Mm -hmm. but see, we all have to do it. I mean, and, and, you know, I, so I just wanted to point that out that you have to do that sometimes. Um, okay. One more question about your habits. So after the gym, you go home, you make dinner, what's your nighttime routine? Like um, pretty much I try to get as, as much as I can done and prepped for the next day. Like even though these are little small tasks, remember to use your little like five minute windows, you know, just, you know, packing my lunch for the next day, yeah. um, packing my breakfast or making sure I know packing my gym bag to take with me, like getting ready to, um, to hit the ground running the next day laying my clothes out for the next day. Um, then I also, by like eight o'clock, eight 30, I try to sit down and be done with my running around the house because I try to be asleep by nine 30. <laughs> so, well, you have to get up early if you go to work at seven. Right. Yeah. So then maybe me and Adam will watch one or two shows. Um, mm-hmm. and that's, that's pretty much it. But my biggest goal every day, every evening is just making sure I'm ready for the next day. Okay. Thinking about what that day is going to look like. Right. Okay. No, I think that's awesome. Um, in fact, just in my, I just was asking that cause we just finished in my, I'm running currently my 12 week program and we just finished nighttime routine having to talk about that. So I thought, Hey, I should ask you, um, and how many hours of sleep do you get? Sorry. Um, Seven to eight to nine. I mean, seven to nine. I mean, for sure. Like mostly eight um, is what I shoot for. Uh, Let's see. And I do have to add this because you'll appreciate this. Part of my nighttime routine, lavender. 
lavender rollerball on the bottoms of my feet, on my temples. That's so wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. Those essential oils are really, I mean, I, I love them too. And in fact, right before we got on, I, I did a fitness shoot today for another company and it was really fun, but I did too many lunges and my knee is killing me. And so I threw on some deep blue, which is like the, a muscle thing. So that anyway, I still use, I use them too anyway, but, but that makes me think of another question. I don't even know if you want to talk about this, but one of the other things you've helped me with is my skincare, um, not just skincare, but like clean beauty. So I know that you, um, well, you're my rep rep for beauty counter. So whenever I need anything that is like makeup or skincare or sunscreen, which by the way, you posted about, I think today or yesterday, you are my go-to person. So do you, I mean, do you want to mention anything about that, about how, why you like that? Yeah, absolutely. When I was in 2019, it was really a big year for me, like trying to find my way in wellness. Mm -hmm. And so one thing that I happened upon was actually like your skincare, like environmental factors, the other stuff that goes along, you know, it is great to nourish your body with good foods. Right. So there's more that we're subjecting ourselves to every day. And our products are one of those things. And so I just have learned enough now to know I'm not like a fear monger and I'm not living in a bubble, but whatever I can do in my life to reduce my risk of, um, you know, adverse health effects for what we're using, then great. That's what I'm going to do. So I can make simple um decisions like swapping my face care, my makeup products, you know, my body care products into more, uh, into clean products. So meaning they don't have, uh, ingredients that are harmful or potentially harmful to the human body. And so beauty counter is a, the leader in clean beauty. And I just really, I like the company. I love the CEO, uh, Greg Renfrew. I've met her recently and she is just so down to earth. And I just feel like, I mean, it's a great company. Actually, I just want to add this. So I went to have a facial Sunday and I was talking to the esthetician and I said, she asked, what do you use? And I said, beauty counter. And she was like, that is really great stuff. She said, I was skeptical at first because it is a direct, well, it's a company that's, direct to consumer, but also, um, people like me are also consultants. So it's, um, so people are ahead of place, but she was skeptical. She said, it's really fantastic. Um, and so that made me feel good. Cause I mean, I love it for my skin. I know that it's made a difference. I feel like the lighting here makes me look red, but I'm telling you, my skin has never looked better. Yeah. So. No, I love it. I love it. And you know, you might know, cause I keep ordering it. My favorite product is the sunscreen. Well, actually yeah. I love the cleanser. I, I do the moisturizer. I do the night cream. I do the, I mean, I do it all. Cause you know, I'm getting to that point where I'm like, help, <laughs> help my face. <laughs> but, but also, um, one thing that you and I haven't really talked a lot about is, I mean, you know, that I'm really interested in helping people with thyroid, um, issues because I also have thyroid issues and I finished my, um, course for helping with thyroid. But anyway, one of the biggest things that more and more research is coming out is that pollutants, toxins are one of the main reasons or 
a big part of why a lot of people have thyroid issues and mm -hmm. autoimmune disease. And so, you know, even eating things like organic food and all of that can be really important. And truthfully, I've for years, I mean, I've always read that. I mean, not always, but in the last probably 10 years, like it's been in there in the world. And, and, you know, but I've always just been like, just eat a vegetable, like just eat a vegetable. I don't care if it's organic, like get in the broccoli, no matter what. And I still believe that because not everybody has the resources. Not everybody's able to always get the organic and get the most important, you know, cleanest thing. So I still believe, you know, eat a regular broccoli over organic instead of a candy bar, you know, but, but the more and more that I've learned just in the last year and in my own personal journey, um, I'm seeing how really important it is. So like, I'm not trying to be, like you said, I'm not trying to be like scare people or like be really weird about it or anything, but like, I'm trying, I don't drink out of plastic anymore. I I've changed all of my products, not all of them. Okay. Not all of them. I'm working on a few makeup products, but I'm trying to do the, you know, the beauty counter, the clean products and trying to, so I think though you know, it, it is really important. So I was so grateful that you, you know, taught me about beauty counter. I had heard the name and just didn't even look at it. Cause I'm just not really interested in like makeup and stuff like that. But so, you know, when I heard that first, I was like, yeah, yeah. I mean, I wanted to like for you, I would look at it, whatever. But then when you taught me, I was like, oh, like this is important, especially, I mean, I just love all of this. So anyway, thank you for sharing that with us. And would you like me, um, I'll, I'll go ahead and in the show notes post, you know, um, how to get in touch with you mm -hmm. and also uh, maybe a link to, to that as well. Yeah. Um, but, but Hey, so I really, I am really happy that you've been able to join me today and I'm sure everybody's loved hearing your story and hearing more from you. So if somebody wanted to get in touch with you, what is the best way? Where can they find you? How can we do that? Okay. So on Instagram, I am at, well at, ashley.c.fox. Okay. So I'm going to put that in the show links, show notes okay. link thing. <laughs> Great. Okay. Awesome. And it's, um, so it's, I mean, that's just my name. So it's like a personal page, but I also, I mean, my life is health and wellness. So it's, um, you kind of see it all there. Um, but what I'm super excited about is I'm getting ready to launch a, um, Facebook group community and it's going to be called worry-free wellness. I love that. And so I don't really have, since I don't currently have like a private page or a business page, I don't feel really comfortable sharing some of the details I've shared with you today and on like on my just public page. So I felt like creating a Facebook group would really give me the opportunity to get more intimate with, you know, my potential clients or just yeah. friends and, you know, just be able to really share on a, a more intimate level with other people and other people be able to open up. So I'll just be really, I'm really excited about starting that group up and um, just seeing what comes of it. Yeah. I think that's great. And, you know, you and I had a conversation about, you know, when we share stuff on social media or email or whatever that it is, it can be as, as the coach, it can be very intimidating because we have people in our family or not just family, but friends and people close to us that see us in a different way because they see us as their, you know, little sister or their, you know, or 
sibling or whatever, you know, or daughter or neighbor, or they don't always see us and all of our experiences the same. And so I too, it took me a long time to get comfortable sharing um, what I share on Facebook and on Instagram, because I too was so worried. Like I was worried that people were going to judge what I was thinking or not believe me, or it was such a strange thing, but you know, at the same time, I think it's really important that people know your true you, because the more you help people, you know, tell you and be authentic, the more people are going to be willing to do the same. And I think that's, so it's cool. And I love the idea of the well, the wellness, wait, worry free wellness. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. That's perfect. That's for, I'm excited to see I'm going to join. (laughs) Great. Great. (laughs) So, um, all right. Well, so is there anything else you want to share with us today before we go? No, I just want to say thank you so much for sticking around to um, watch this interview or listen if you're on um, podcast. podcast. <laughs> so uh, anyways, just thanks for hearing this. And yeah. I just hope that something resonated with you today and that you can take away some hope, actually. You know, if you're in the place that I was a few years ago, just in an obsession you know, tormented by food and, and all that, hear me out. You can get out of it. It's going to take some work, but you can get out of it. And I would love to help you get there. Yeah. That's awesome, Ashley. Thank you. Well, you guys, if you want to get in touch with Ashley or look up her worry-free wellness group, I'll put the links in the show notes. And of course, as always, we would love to hear from you. Tell us what you think. Um, if you too have a story that you would like to share, maybe you are also a balanced fit and free woman, and you would like to share your story, please let me know. I'd love to have you on the show. So thanks, Ashley. And we will catch you later. Thank you for tuning into the balanced fit and free podcast. I'm over here giving you a virtual high five. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss a single episode. And if you are looking for a crew of amazing women who are also seeking a balanced fit and free lifestyle, be sure to join my exclusive community on Facebook. The link is waiting for you in the show notes. Until next time, keep your thoughts positive and your coffee hot.